Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. Now, I want you to see this. It repeats itself. He sees, he sees, I like that, that he saw Simon and Andrew. He was looking for people. He was looking for folks that he could enlist into the work of God. And you know, all of us need to do that. First of all, we need to be willing to enlist ourselves in the work of God. There's all of us need to be serving Jesus. I remember when God began to work in my own heart. I was asked to do a few things. But most of the things that I did in service of the Lord as a young man were things I found to do. I was looking for them. I was looking for a chance and looking for an opportunity. One of my professors said, if you want to preach, you can find a place to preach. I wasn't waiting on anybody to call me to come preach at the big church. I was down at the nursing home just wearing those poor folks out at the nursing home every Sunday morning. I wasn't looking for... I wasn't... I wasn't waiting on somebody to call me and give me a chance to preach behind a pulpit. I didn't care if I had a pulpit or not. I was preaching in the homeless shelter. I was preaching to little bus kids on the street. I mean, I just had something in my heart. I had to get it out. Now, folks, I want to encourage you to do something. I've messed up a lot. But I want to encourage you to do something. Don't sit around and wait for somebody to ask you to do something and say, I'd serve the Lord, but nobody's asked me to do anything. If you're not serving the Lord, it's not my fault, it's not Philip's fault, it's not a deacon's fault or a Sunday school teacher's fault or anybody's fault but your own. When you get asked to do something, I hope you'll have the spirit of these disciples. You know what Peter and Andrew and Simon and James and John did when Jesus asked them to come after me? They immediately left everything they were doing and serve God. They thought, man, this is important. We're going to do it. We're going to go after it. Jesus was calling. He saw these guys. He saw Simon, and he saw Andrew. And he saw James and John. The Bible says in verse number 16, He saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishers. Jesus was calling. He saw these people. Who, who are the people that Jesus is looking to use? Who does he call? I'll tell you who he's calling. He's calling people with a mind to work. All four of these guys were busy. All four of these guys were determined to work. They were providing. They were, they were active. They were doing whatever they needed to do. We make this excuse sometimes. I can't serve the Lord. I'm too busy. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I've noticed. Folks who aren't busy at all, the folks who aren't willing to do anything otherwise, 
It won't accomplish anything for the gospel either. If you're busy, tack something else on for God and His glory. Ruth's grandma, she she always, when she called me, needing me to do something, I was always glad when she called. She said, you know what they say, Cody? If you want something done, ask a busy person. <laughs> it's true. I pray we'll all be busy about God's work. Jesus was calling men. He was calling men that had a mind to work. He was calling men who were diligent and busy. He was calling men who were willing. I love what the Bible says in verse number 17. Jesus said to them, come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. Were they willing? Absolutely, yes. They went after him. They followed him. The Bible continues and says this in verse 9, And when he had gone a little further, thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. Here's something fascinating. It's not, uh, I won't declare, thus saith the Lord, but someone made this observation in my study. Uh, God found James and John mending their nets. They were tending to the tedious work and Someone said, this represents the pastor and the work of the pastor. Somebody that was willing to, to just get down in the d- trenches and take care of the detail work. And then he's, then the Bible says that they found Simon and Andrew. What were they doing? They were casting a net. These were men of action and busy. He said, these are the evangelists. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I thought it was kind of interesting. These were two different folks. And I know for a fact we can say it like this. God calls people who have different abilities and different interests because there's a vast work that needs to be done. He needs casters and he needs menders. And God's faithful. May we put our trust in him. He was calling people he saw that were busy working. Here's what we need. Every one of us needs to be listening for the call of God. Now, God's called some people in this crowd to preach. That's wonderful. God's called some of you to different types of ministries. But I'll tell you this. God's calling all of us to His service. God's calling all of us to be faithful givers. God's calling all of us to be faithful servants. God's calling all of us to be witnesses and soul winners and gospel testimonies to the people that we come in contact with. There is no doubt about it. God's calling us all. We all need to be listening for His call. It's a still small voice that says, Hey, you need to tell that person about Jesus and invite them to church and give them a gospel track. Hey, you need to pray for this person. Hey, you need to make that visit. You need to make that call. You need to do this ministry. We need to be listening for His call, but Another thing that we need to do in patterning our lives after the Lord Jesus Christ is we should be enlisting people for the work. We should be enlisting people for the work. If you know how to do something for God, you need to be asking somebody to do it with you and bring them along and teach them, train them, so that the gospel can go forth and the gospel can multiply and the work of the Lord will continue. They've been enlisting people for the work. I have a great fault. Sometimes I think it's just easier to do it myself. To get 
some other people to do it, but that's wrong. Everything we do for God and His glory, we should be bringing people along with us. We should be enlisting others, asking for help. <laughs> I thought about it as I was studying this portion of Scripture. It'd be easier to it'd be easier to ask people if your response, if the response that you get from folks when you say, "Hey, will you?" Was the response that Jesus got from Andrew, Simon, James, and John? <laughs> what they do? Yes, straightway. I mean, immediately. They said, "Whatever it is God wants me to do, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it with all my might." It'd be easier to enlist people if they had that spirit, wouldn't it? I pray God will help us to have that spirit. I pray God will help me to have that spirit that I'm not too busy or too important to serve Him too caught up with this world. You know, James and John, Simon and Andrew, they said, you know what? Jesus, if you want us to do something, we'll let some things be on the back burner and we'll put you on the forefront and we'll serve you and we'll follow you. And they became fishers of men. And thirdly and finally, as we conclude, verse number 21, the Bible says, and they went into Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. What was something that Jesus was doing with his life? He was teaching people. What was he teaching them? Basket weaving? No. He was teaching them the Word of God. He was teaching them the Scriptures. He was teaching them the relevance of his coming. He taught. He taught, and his teaching was different. His teaching was different than that of the scribes because his message was relevant, pertinent, and absolutely necessary. And therefore, he taught it with authority. Folks, I want you to know something. If you'll engage yourself in teaching the Bible, start with your own children and grandchildren. Teaching the Bible, start with the people that you are around during the week. It may not be, let's sit down for this Bible study, but you say, do you know what the Bible says? This is what the Bible teaches. It may be a two-sentence Bible lesson, but we're all to be teaching the Bible, and we're to be teaching the Bible with authority, not sheepishly. We're teaching with authority because, folks, I want you to know something. There is nothing more important. And Jesus knew if the eternal destiny of these folks is to change, it's going to only change when they know the Word of God. You know, Jesus sets a great example for us. What did Jesus do? Jesus was preaching. Jesus was calling. Jesus was teaching. He's given us all something to do. He's given us all work to accomplish. Folks, I pray that you and I will not be guilty of being lulled to sleep by the routine of our lives. See, what scares me about that is I don't want to wake up someday and say, Oh, man, I wish I'd served the Lord. I wish I'd done something that mattered forever. You know, Eddie Murphy, 
He's accomplished a lot by the world's standards. He's got lots of money. You know what Eddie Murphy said? He said, I can have anything I want, but I'm not happy. Why am I not happy? And I'll tell you, if what you're searching for and what you yearn for in your life can be purchased and obtained on this planet in this lifetime, when you get it, you'll not be as happy as you thought you would be by having it. But I'll tell you this, if you'll give your life and live your life in service of King Jesus, proclaiming, preaching His Word, being a servant and enlisting others as servants, teaching and sharing His Word, you'll live and die satisfied because your life has been invested in eternity and for the glory of God. And we follow this great pattern of the Lord. You know what He said? I will make you fishers of men. You know what my prayer is tonight? Lord, you promised these men that if they'd come after you, you'd make them fishers of men. And my prayer tonight is, Lord, with all I know, everything I have, I'm coming after you. I'm following you. Will you keep that promise? Of course he will. Will you keep that promise? Will you allow it to be applied to me as I come after you, as I follow you? Will you, Lord, please make me a fisher of men? May that be our theme and our prayer and our life. Make me a fisher of men. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chai Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chillhowie Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.